Hi, friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nani Camille. I'm so excited to have you guys here. I'm always excited to have you here. Today, we are talking about emotions like children. Um, I haven't officially titled this one yet, so that's why I'm like, emotions like children, emotions are children, emotions like your children. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. You'll know by the time you get this what the title is. But really what we're talking about today is how our emotions are like children. Now, for those of you who don't have children, don't work with children, don't have nieces or nephews or anything like that, I just want you to imagine a small child that you know or you as a small child when we're talking about this today. Um, And then if you do have small children, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So the reason I want to talk about this is because it has been super helpful for my clients in sessions lately um, as a sort of illustration as to how our emotions work and why ignoring them does not. So... When you think about your emotions, right, that's what we're talking about on this podcast all the time, our emotions, what we're believing, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, right? If you're feeling frustrated, sad, doubtful, anxious, a lot of times we don't want to feel those feelings. One of the things that has totally stuck with me, it was my therapist um, who I was seeing her, I think it was 2016. Um, She had told me at the time I was still... uh, going through a lot of turmoil from my parents' relationship as well as my own previous breakup. And so at that time, if you if you pay attention, Tyler and I have been dating since 2015. And so I was having anxiety attacks um, in our relationship. And he was like, hey, I think you should probably, you know, maybe get some help around some of this. And so I went to go see a therapist, 2016. And she had told me to feel my emotions. Very simple. Very, very simple concept, but it changed my entire life, you guys. She just told me to feel my emotions. Feel them. When I feel frustrated, feel it. When I feel angry, feel it. When I felt sad, allow for it. It has been one of the most pivotal things in my life, really. Um, So I've taken certain nuggets that I'll share with you guys that have changed my life from coaches, from therapists. This is one that absolutely changed my life. Feel your emotions. For some of you, you may be hearing that the very for the very first time. For some of you, it may not be a new concept, but maybe it's something you haven't practiced as much, feeling your emotions. And so that's why we're talking about our, our emotions being like children. Because when I was in that place, what would happen is that uh, anxiety would creep in, right? So I have a history of having anxiety attacks and the way that mine show up is a form of hyperventilating, uh, crying. Um, It's normally those two things. Uh, Sometimes there's some anger involved, but most of the time it's a combination of hyperventilating, feeling like I'm losing control and crying. That's what a panic attack feels like to me. And thank God, the work that I have been doing, I have not had a panic attack in years. Have I had anxiety? Absolutely. Have I had an attack? I haven't. And so I'm really proud of that. Uh, But that's the way it shows up for me. 
And so when these emotions come in, when you're having an anxiety attack, even before you get to the attack, right, anxiety comes in, frustration comes in, doubt, worry, scarcity comes in, and it might sound something like, you don't know what you're doing. Look, you dropped the ball again. You're never going to get there, right? That's the way it shows up in, in a form of sentences in your brain, right? How that feels in your body, it could be, you know, for some clients, their tummies get really tight and they have stomach issues. For me, my entire body, I will clench my body when I'm feeling stressed or anxious or any of those lower level emotions. I will clench my whole body. And it's funny because it will, I won't know until the following day. I nor, Sometimes I'll notice in, in the moment. I try to be as mindful as I can be. But sometimes I don't notice till the next day and it'll be a day where like my entire body is sore and I'm like, why is my whole body sore? I'm like, dang it. I was clenching. I was clenching my entire body. I was, I was feeling anxiety. So that's one thing um, I know that I've mentioned before. We're going to talk about body work. That is a form of listening to your body, right? I, and for me, that's a form of mindfulness. Being so aware of yourself that you notice when your body is reacting to an environment or to something that someone says. And so when you notice these things, however you notice it, whether it's a sentence in your brain or a feeling in your body, what I want to offer today is sort of the part two, or not even a part two, it's kind of an addition to what my therapist told me, which was feel your emotions, in that I want to give you the reason why. Why, why feel your emotions? I'm going to give you an illustration here using children as an example to help you understand why it's so important and, and how emotions work. And it's actually kind of funny, really, when we're, I'm going to jump in. Y'all ready? Okay. So, because I'm talking about, I'm talking around, it's time to get into it. I want you to imagine a small child. I want you to imagine small child, like I said, if you have a niece or nephew, small kids, a, a somebody that you know in your neighborhood, or just you as a small child. Most of the time, when children walk up to you and they want to talk to you, they don't need your participation. They will just come up and talk to you. This is what I watched on Nickelodeon. This is what I ate for breakfast this morning. I'm so excited because we're going to see Mickey Mouse in a week. Like, they just want to tell you all of the things. I watched JoJo Siwa on TV. I did this. I painted my nails. And my friend came over. And then we played with this. I have a background in education for those of you who don't know. So I've been working with kids for over 15 years in addition to coaching. I've not been coaching for 15 years. But I've been working with children for over 15 years. And so it's become very, it's it's become, I can't get around it when it comes into my coaching. I can't get around it. And it was actually really cool because when I noticed this, it added a new dimension to my coaching. So you think about a child and the fact that they want to just yada, yada, yada all over you. What happens next without your participation? They just walk away. That's all. They want to walk up to you, tell you something, walk away. Our emotions are very similar in that when we can allow the emotion to come in, and again, any emotion, joy, doubt, frustration, whatever it is, most of the time we want to avoid anxiety, isolation, frustration, those emotions. So it's not so much a problem with joy, right? When joy comes in, we're excited. We're like, come on in, joy. Hey, joy. Hey, excitement. Hey, expansiveness. You're welcome here, right? We don't, we don't object to those feelings. But when frustration, doubt comes in, you're not good enough. 
those thoughts come in, we want to fight them off. And rightfully so. They don't feel good. So let's notice that. You want to fight off the emotion because it doesn't feel good, right? You want to fight off the job. You want to fight off the relationship. You want to fight off showing up on social media, on IG Live, or starting the website because it feels uncomfortable. We're just going to notice that, right? And so what we do as human beings is we like to react and we like to push it away. But again, you think about the small child. If you had, if the child comes up to you, hey, I want to tell you this something, and you just turned away, right? The child's going to probably, again, all children are different and all brains are different. But as a blanket statement, the child is probably going to pester you until you listen to them. That's what children do. Same goes for your emotions. How many of you have pushed down, pushed down, shoved down, buffered away, anxiety, frustration, doubt, and then someone you love asks you a simple question and then you blow up on them or you get frustrated about, I don't know, something really, really simple like you. Ah, what's a good example? I don't know. I don't actually have a good example for you right now. I'm going to make one up. You get you stub your toe, right? Stub your toe. And instead of having a, a general regular reaction of like, ouch, I stubbed my toe. That hurt. I'm going to keep going on with my life. It becomes this whole thing. Oh my gosh, so my toe, my toe hurts and I'll feel horrible and I just feel even worse. I'm never even going to be able to do anything. My whole day is ruined because I just feel, right? Some of y'all roll your eyes. But this is, we can spiral hard and we can spiral fast. And so my message for you today is instead of reacting and shoving down, to allow. Instead of reacting and spiraling, to allow. So uh, last summer, one of the girls in our weekly Wednesday coffee, she was working with a therapist and her therapist offered to her to name her emotions. I love this. I love it, love it, love it. And I give it to my clients as well. And I always, y'all, I'm going to give references. This is not for me and this is not for my brain. This is a tool that I love and use and I want to share with you guys. Um, naming the emotions, right? So this uh, client was like, my therapist was like, I'm going to name. So again, some of you are kind of getting confused now too. Client, she worked with a therapist and she worked with me. So I also want to like, that's a total sidestep caveat from the podcast today. Um, I highly recommend if you're on the fence about it, try them on. I've worked with therapists. I've worked with coaches. I love both. I think that there are seasons where I have more than one client that has had both and had me to support their work with their therapist. Um, and maybe you're in a season where you want a, you need a therapist and not a life coach. Maybe you're in a season where you want a life coach, not a therapist. So it's totally side tangent. But I love that tool because, again, when we can bring in that emotion, right, when anxiety, when doubt comes in, you say, hey, Deborah, hey, Deborah, doubt, hey, boo, what's up? Instead of being like, oh, I'm doubting myself again, something has gone wrong. Stop making yourself wrong. Stop making yourself bad. Notice that because that is keeping you from feeling your emotions. If you're making it wrong and bad to feel sad, to feel doubt, to feel worry, then of course you're going to resist feeling them. Bringing in that child example again, when we just sit and listen to a kid, right? Again, they don't need our participation. They just air everything out that they need to air out and they move on. Our emotions are very similar in that if you can just allow fear to come in, hey, Felicia, hey, fear, right? I didn't invite you in today. 
you were not invited into my house today. But you know what? You're here. I'm not going to fight that you're here. I'm going to get curious about why you're here. I might ask you some questions. I might ask you if you have a message for me, right? But notice how that is such a different approach versus, oh my gosh, I'm feeling fear. It needs to go away. I can't feel fear. If I'm feeling fear, then this isn't going to work, right? It's a human emotion. It, It taps into that lizard brain, the fight or flight. I want you to see if you can take a step out of the fight or flight and step into curiosity. I want you to see if you can invite that emotion in instead of fighting it off, right? Instead of being upset that you're anxious, because that just makes it worse. Not only are you anxious, but now you're upset that you're anxious. Not only are you worried, but now you're upset that you're worried. Not only are you doubtful, but now you're mad at yourself for having doubt in the first place. Let's let it go. Let's allow. Let's see if it has a message for us. Let's look at our emotions the way that we would look at a small child. That is 100% mine, and I am owning that. (laughs) I came up with that illustration. We can approach our emotions the way that we approach children and that we're just going to let you speak and be, and then you're going to go off and do your own thing and play with your toys in your cars. Our emotions are the same. When I let doubt come in and I notice doubt, hey, Deborah, hey, doubt, hey, what's your message for me? How are we feeling? What's, What's going on? When I can... Greet it with curiosity and maybe not even greet it, right? Sometimes, and this is a beautiful way to not shove it down, but it's still acknowledge it. Sometimes we just need to acknowledge that it's there and don't do anything about it. That's why I say notice. Notice the anxiety. Don't make yourself wrong or bad for having it. Don't even try to change it or do anything about it. Just notice it in your body. Get curious about it in your body. What does it feel like? Is it in your throat? Is it is your throat feeling tight? Does your heart feel heavy? Do you have a pit in your stomach? Get curious about it. Where is that anxiety, that depression, that emotion, that it, that where is it? What's it doing? Get curious about it. Greet it from a different way. This allows us, like the earlier example that I've given, allows us to move through those uh, those energetic states like we would the states of matter. When you are believing and trusting and feeling scarce fear, fear is really what that is. It's either love or it's fear. All of those lower level emotions are all tied to fear. If you're in that space of fear, you're tight like a brick wall, right? State of matter, those molecules are tight. When we allow, when we greet our emotions, when we get curious about our emotions, It loosens up our energy, again, the way that the states of matter, right? You get into a liquid state, those molecules are moving around a little bit more. You get into a gaseous state, that's your highest self. That's where you got all the ideas, you got your back, you know, it's all going and flowing. But the way we get to that place is by allowing for where we are right now. I'm going to say that again. The way that you get to that beautiful best self place is by allowing and loving where you are right now. Now, someone might argue with me and be like, I can force my way to the top. You sure can, boo. You can hustle your way to the top. You can shove that emotion down all the way there. Do you want to? Does that feel like your most authentic and expansive self? And it will come up again. All that stuff you're shoving down and buffering away, it will show up elsewhere in your life. You will go off on your husband. You will go off on your kids. You will hate everybody on the road. You will be anxious all of the time. You will be rushing all of the time. That's how it will show up. Does that feel good for you? You get to choose. I'm not telling you what's right or wrong for your life. There is no right or wrong. There isn't. There's what is most aligned and most authentic for you and your lifestyle and your family and your goals. That is up to you. 
I want you to allow your emotions as much as you can, as much as you can, my friends. Allow, 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 allow. Stop fighting it. Stop making yourself wrong. Stop making that place that you're trying to get to better than where you are right now. That's the other thing. Stop making that place you're trying to get to better than where you are right now, even when it comes to emotions. I'm feeling anxious and doubtful right now, and it feels, I feel like I need to feel happy. And if I feel happy, that's going to be better. Watch that. Logically, we can understand, yes, Nani, of course, being happy is better than being sad and and frustrated. But I also want to offer that in those moments of sadness and frustration, if you can open up your awareness, you get to learn about yourself a little bit more in those moments. You get to make some changes and not do the same things. So I think that those moments are just as important and just as beautiful and just as impactful as those high vibe, joyful moments when you get the man, the job, the money, the car, the whatever it is for you. I think that they're just as important. And if we can take the verbiage away that feeling sad, bad, whatever is bad and just remove it and just say that it's human right? Feeling sad is human. Feeling anxious is human. Feeling overwhelmed is human. Maybe we won't buffer it away so much. Maybe we won't make it such a bad thing. See, if you can start to change the language in your brain around emotion, you are a human being on this planet and our lives are 50-50. Do not be surprised when you are sad, anxious, overwhelmed. It is a part of your human experience. 50-50, my friends. You're doing so well. Nothing has gone wrong. Stop making a mean stuff about you when you feel sad. Don't make it mean anything about you when you feel sad. Or maybe notice, what are you making it mean about you when you feel sad? What are you making it mean about you when you have some anxiety? What are you making it mean about you when you feel worrisome, when you feel fearful? What are you making it mean about you? Maybe we need to start there. Start unpacking those thoughts. You're making it mean that you're weak. You're making it mean that you're bad. You're making it mean that you're vulnerable and unsafe. Weakness is a huge one that comes up when it comes to emotions. Huge. I grew up in a military and Southern household. My dad was in the Navy. My mom grew up with the military. Both her dad and her stepfather were both in the Air Force. And then they're both born. My mom was born in, I believe, North Carolina. And my dad was born in Georgia. So Southern and military. right? It it was that you needed to get it together, control your emotions. So my environment at the time taught me that showing emotion was unsafe. So when I became an adult, I carried that with me and I did not cry. I did not show emotion. I was hard. I was so hard, (laughs) y'all. Some of you are rolling your eyes because you watch me on Instagram. You're like, you're not hard, Nandi. You're not hard at all. I used to be when it came to emotions. My dog died and I didn't cry. As a small child, I was hard. My parents made me hard. I loved that dog. I didn't cry. And that was the moment where my dad was like, maybe I was a little too harsh. That's a story for another day. I love both of my parents very much. We have great relationships. But watch that. Are you making it mean that you're bad, wrong, weak for showing emotion? That something has gone wrong if you show emotion? If you need to meet yourself where you are and cry by yourself in a room, then that's fine. Meet yourself where you are. Create a safe space for yourself to express these emotions. If it's your car, it's your car. If it's your journal, it's your journal. Create a space that is safe for you to express your emotions. Hence why lots of people hire therapists and life coaches, right? It is the safe space. 
for you to express and explore all of these emotions. My heart always goes out to clients whenever we get on a call, especially newer clients that will get emotional on a call and they'll apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They'll start crying all of a sudden. I'm so sorry. Like, girl, friends, homie, do not apologize. Something wanted to be released. Let it go. Don't hold on to it anymore. Let's stop apologizing for letting go of shit that doesn't serve us anymore. Let it go. That's all that's happening, y'all. When you're crying, when you're upset, it's a release. It's healthy. It's good. Let's change the way we think about our emotions. And if you can think about it as a small child, right? Look at your fear like that. Could you give your fear some love? Could you honor your fear for being there? It is delivering a message to you. Listen, get curious. Notice what you're thinking about your emotions. Keep moving. All right, you guys. I threw so much love at you this week with emotions and feeling them and what are you making them mean about yourself and looking at them as children. So if you ever have any questions, please send me an email, hello at nandicamille.com. If you ever have any suggestions for the podcast, send me an email. If you're curious about one-on-one coaching, send me an email. You can always book a free discovery call, chance for you and I to sit down and talk. Talk about what it is you're going through. See if we're a good fit for each other at nandicamille.as.me. All that's going to be in my show notes. For those of you who are like, what is that that you're talking about? What are the show notes? Literally swipe up on uh, Apple Podcasts. Like swipe up on your screen on where the podcast is. That'll show you the show notes. Or I think there's a show more button as well. That'll give you the notes on everything, including how to get to my website, how to follow me on Instagram, how to write me an email if you'd like to write me. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're just meeting yourself where you are. Nothing has gone wrong. You're doing fantastic. I send you so much love. I'll see you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. I would love for you to come and join me in Queen and Spirit. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.